Hello, America. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. I'm Glenn Beck. Uh, I'm not Glenn Beck. Thank God. I, uh, I want to talk about Stu today. I just want to talk about Stu. I don't know what I'm walking into. Stu has a problem. What, what do you mean? He has a problem. What's his problem? Uh, I don't know, because can't, I can't get him to talk. He's got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I have every now and then I will run into people who want to know what different personalities mm-hmm. here at the Blaze are like, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, they, and you know, people just, they really are fans of the Blaze. Yeah. And uh, they'll just run down the list. Do you get that from oh, time to time? All the time. Yeah. You know, it, like, well, I mean, it used to always be, what is Glenn Beck like? I mean, that's usually the primary one. What yes. is it like working with Glenn Beck? I always tell people my assessment of Glenn is always he doesn't live on the same planet we do. That, that's true. But I always like to make sure that they know and like, I like, what I like you to, see is what you get. Exactly. And I always qualify it by saying he's always gracious. Oh, 100%. But he is the exact same person that you see on TV. Yeah. He, he is no different than what that's you see. That's who he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's a lot rattling around in the head. Yeah. Right? He doesn't have time for us. Right, right, right. Necessarily. Yes. But Glenn's always been gracious. Yeah. Stu is quiet mm-hmm. until he's not. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. He saves all... <laughs> yeah. I've seen Stu in various levels of disarray. Mm-hmm. Okay? Uh, whether it's the power hour or in Washington, D.C., we've, we've been a little inebriated trying to get cardboard Nancy Pelosi oh, from right. place to place. That was a great story. Yeah. Um, and, and then the, then when she got stuck in the back of the bar and he forgot about her and yeah. it was like, he forgot his date yeah. and he went running. We both went running. <laughs> we got to save Nancy. Uh, I don't, you don't see that. I wish I was there for that. Um, uh, Pat Gray, uh, has made a living being grumpy. Yes. Um, we, we know that about Pat. Um, someone asked me the other day about Keith Malinak. Uh, and I said, I, you know, Keith and I are like, we don't hang. I mean, when I see we talk every now and then. Right. Good dude. From what I can tell. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, he's nice. Good guy. Yeah. Um, Keith. Keith. The uh, people think of Keith as like a personality. He, we know <laughs> that. We know that. But we don't tell. We don't talk about that in, in public. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see. Jeffy. Um, interesting cat. Chris <laughs> yes. can tell you stories about Jeffy. Yeah. Working with Jeffy for a long time. Um, I like Jeffy. I enjoy Jeffy. He's a weird dude. They're, we're all weird. You have to be a certain level of weird to do this for a living. I just tell him, I said, beyond you and beyond Elijah and Sydney, I, I don't hang out right. with anybody. Yeah. I, you know, I don't like I, you, I do. And, yeah. Uh, and Elijah and Sydney, I mean, we used to spend tons of time together. Right. Right. Yeah. And I, I mean, we have. They stayed at my place when Elijah was hiding from the FBI. <laughs> That's a true story. My, uh, that in the winter storm. My husband and I have gone on a couple like family outings with um, Stu and Lisa. Yeah. And the kids. Yeah. Um, but even then, I feel like Stu is very buttoned up. Like he doesn't want to. Yeah. Be the full Stu because it's like it's, it's work people still and yeah. he can't fully let his guard down. I get that. Yeah. So, you know, thanks for listening to this three minutes and 46 seconds of boring information about personalities <laughs> at the Blaze. Um, you know, send us a message and we'll, we'll analyze your favorite Blaze celebrity. Wait, I want to know what you say about me. Well, you're my bestie. Okay. You're my boo. Okay. Hey, that, no, I mean, I always <laughs> say good things. I, I tell you this. I said, like, you better not mess with that bitch. 
Because because you ain't got to worry about me. She'll I, kill you. Yeah, I am Latina. So. She'll kill you. <laughs> um, I don't play around. So I've always said it's good to keep Sarah Gonzalez on your good side. <laughs> She'll shank uh, you. Just what I try to do. I think I've always been on your good side. Yeah, you have. Haven't I? I don't think I've ever like. No, we've you ne- off or- no, we've never been at odds. Good. Yeah. Good. Is your husband still in the room? No. Okay. <laughs> Let's share that moment. Um, yeah. So anyway, I don't know who else there is. I had the dude who got mad at me because I was making fun of Crowder one time. That's like we do. We make fun of each other. That's what we do. Right. We just troll each other, so that's why we just kind of yawn at the real trolls. I can't imagine watching you, like someone watching you or watching Crowder and not having that much of a sense of humor. What's like when Crowder kind of made a jab at me about being shirtless? Right. You know, the next, you know, governor running for governor of Texas and being shirtless That's in right. that picture. Yep. And he was shirtless with his baby. He said, I'm, you know, whatever, pretending to be the next governor of Texas. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. Um, so, I sent it to you. Yeah. I was like, <gasps> yeah. So, uh, you know, he doesn't have anything to do with us. Sort of like Mark Levin. Levin, we don't know the Levin. No. He doesn't not come at around all. here. No. He doesn't come out of the bunker. I, I, you know? I would be concerned if, like, Mark I don't Levin. know. I just would be very scared if Mark Levin was Mr. here. Mr. Producer. I'm very scared of him. Yeah, he makes you nervous. <laughs> he looked at me. We were at Mar-a-Lago, and uh, we were in a crowded room, and he looked at me, and he goes, of course I know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> of course I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> and then you should have said, hi, and you are? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, can I take a picture, Mr. Mr. Levin? Uh, anyway, I'm happy to be at the Blaze. Um so I say all that because my contract's up and they're firing me uh, <laughs> now, and it looks like I'm I'm going to be living out on the street. My Venmo is Chad Prather twenty two uh, for my motor coach, raising money for the motor coach. Um, if the if the coaches are rocking, don't come and knocking. That's all I'm going to tell you. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to take a look in the mirror. See those bags under your eyes. Imagine them gone. You can get rid of those bags and the puffiness on your under your eyes, and just uh, just in time for the holiday season, Genius Cell. Uh, is a plant stem cell therapy for bags and puffiness under the eyes. The beauty of it is when you put that stuff on, it doesn't leave those dry marks. Yes, I use it. It doesn't leave those little dry white marks that some of these type of creams will do. Uh, from now until Christmas, Genius Cell's most popular package is 60% off at lovegenucell.com slash watch chat. 60%, folks. So treat you... Yourself, treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare in the world. Go to Love Genucel. That's G E N U C E L dot com slash watch chat. You can enter my promo code watch chat for an extra special holiday present. Uh, that's lovegenucel.com slash watch chat. Lovegenucel.com slash watch chat. We'll be right back. Uh, we had some tacos earlier, and my mouth is still a little tingly. Yeah. Wasn't from the tacos, it's from the jalapenos, the yes. jalapenos. You notice that, like, on our shows, we, like, let's, let's talk about the categories of things we talk about on these shows. All right. So, your show, my show, whoever show, we talk about um, Fauci. Yeah. Talk about the blah, blah, which, by the way, you can go to chatonblaze.com and get the new blah, blah shirt, the anti-blah, blah shirt. Use uh, promo code CHAD20. And uh, save some money on it, and plus, you know, help us. I don't know. I really love that, that contest design. thing is we're doing. Uh, but it's the anti blah blah shirt, uh, specifically for our listeners. 
You can use Chad20 on anything, anywhere on the merch site, shop.blazemedia.com. And you got uh, socks on Blaze? Is that what it is? BlazeSocks.com. BlazeSocks.com. Blaze Socks. Like you get, there's some wild designs there. That once they're gone, they're gone. That we're going to run that through December. We're never doing socks again until the Lord comes back. Yep. All right. Um, Isn't so, it wild when you look at those and you're like, oh, yep, that one has poop. That one's got poop on it. <laughs> yeah. So. You got poop, as Chris would say. He's got poop and a butt on it. Um, I'm sorry, I just made you Middle Eastern um, or Pakistani or something. I don't know. Wow, got a poop. that's racist. Um, I met Chris's wife. She's lovely. She is lovely. Yeah, at the, I don't at know the how he scored her Christmas party. She is kudos to you, my friend. On uh, you know, you're finding a she a must good have woman. A, a Puerto Rican fetish, <laughs> something. And then I, one thing I love about Chris is Uh-oh. the whole family has a Hispanic fetish. Okay. okay. That so. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, they, like they went out Saturday of this weekend, I think it was. And they went out and kind of did their little Christmas thing, visited Santa, mm-hmm. took the kids out. Mm-hmm. Chris dressed like an elf. Like he Chris does the is, pants and everything. He's so wild. He is. He I mean, is I just so love weird. that Chris gets into it. I know. And like, if you look at him, like, what you doing, bro? And he's like, what? Yeah. Like, this like... is normal. This is what I do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But let's go back to the things we talk about on this show when we're not selling shit. Uh, <laughs> like we talk about Fauci. We talk about the blah, blah. We talk about genders. We talk about, um, we talk about um, lockdowns. Mm-hmm. We talk about like BLM stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. We talk about. Your liberties being tra- like there's so many like it, I'm starting to get bored with it, you know. Yeah. Talking about the same stuff over and over and over again. I have felt that way since what February of 2020. Well, yeah, I mean, and it's just like it just keeps coming at us. Yeah. So I'm going to make a commitment to you guys. I'm going to make a commitment that in 2022, we're going to round out this show a little bit. All right, we're going to round out this show a little bit. We're going to talk about more than just the news. All right, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about, we'll talk about culture, we'll talk about current events, but I want us to have some fun, Chris. Let's have some fun. Let's burn this mother to the ground. You know what I'm saying? Let's like that ho-ho-ho pillow. That's not fun. I want to, I want to like tase the buffalo. <laughs> okay, that's kind of fun. Like, I, I want to do some fun stuff. I'm good with that. Uh, but no, I, we're going to, I'm committed to, to um, putting together some more commentary. We're going to change up the set a little bit. Um. And no, except for every so often on a random occasion, Party Foul Steve and Hot News Natalie aren't coming back on a regular basis. Um, just what it is. Um, they got other things they're doing, okay? I can't force them to do things. I don't mandate they be here. All right? You're stuck with me. We're anti-mandate here. We're anti-mandate. Um, and, you know, I, who knows? Stuck with I, me, too. I'm thinking about taking the hat off. And shaving my head and wearing like a monk's costume. Whoa, like a, whoa. Like we're going to take this to a weird level. Uh, going to get very esoteric in I here. don't advise the, Come on. the head shaving. Uh, if I ever get the blah, blah, I'll do it right here on this show. <laughs> that would be a ratings killer. Oh, wouldn't geez. it? Wouldn't it? No. No blah, blah for me. Thank you. I just don't. Like somebody came at me the other day. Let's do a little history lesson. I promise you, Chris, we'll get into some of these stories. But let's talk. So I, I had somebody come at me the other day. Uh where I, I posted that meme of George Washington pointing his saber on the back of his horse and said, um, uh, if you think you're going to tax me, uh, I'm going to put this musket ball in ye ass or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember the verbiage of it, but somebody said, this chick comes on there. Yeah, I said chick. 
and she said, did you see this at all? No. Where she said uh, he mandated a vaccine. Oh, that's I did what, see this. That's what won the Revolutionary War. Yeah. And I tried to explain. I, I mean, I was very cordial. I try to be cordial. Sometimes I can be a little bit of a smartass. But if you respond, you people automatically read emotion into the text. Yes. Right? Yeah. yeah. And I look, they always get mad at me because they're like, well, all of your followers. I'm like, I don't know all of these people. Also, it's like, a public page. Right. But if you can't stand the heat, get out of the kitchen. Yeah. You came here to troll. Exactly. Because all I said to you in response, I said, okay, yes, George Washington did mandate a vaccine for the Continental Army. For the Army. For the Army. Because they were suffering from a disease, smallpox and variola, which had a 30% mortality rate. Mm -hmm. 90% of the deaths in the Continental Army were coming from this. It wasn't coming from a bullet. Right. Right? It, it wasn't coming from a musket ball. It was coming from variola. So they had to do something. And there were protests in the Continental Army. They did not want to be vaccinated. Right. There were a lot of them. Uh, so, yes, he did mandate that. But again, to compare that to today with a 99.9% survival rate, right? Yeah. And a blah, blah scene that it, it, they didn't have Operation Warp Speed in 1777. Well, I would also argue, I mean, I don't think that it would ever be appropriate, but I also don't think that just because someone in history did something wrong in the past means that we should use that as an excuse to or, continue doing things wrong. It's like, yeah, we also had slavery. Yeah. Should we just keep doing that because we did it before? Yeah, so, I mean, oh, well, they also they also owned people. Right. Uh, you know, and that's why they were productive in the cotton industry. Yeah. I mean, not, so what are we going to do? That, oh, guess what? Just because somebody in history did something. Uh, but that's a very different thing to compare. And they started working on that vaccine in like 1756. Right. So, um, and, and, and even that vaccine did not eradicate, technically eradicate smallpox until the 1950s. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you're still looking at 200 years. Yeah. So, and they didn't have to go back for 97 different boosters. Right, right. You know, right. they got it and it worked. Yeah, and the more this you, deal don't work. And the more you go into looking, I mean, I know you're not down the the rabbit trail that I am, but the more you go looking into vaccines and like the the time of uh, proper sanitation and hygiene and things Thank like you. that also happening at the same time that the you know the rate of these diseases are already going down, and then you introduce proper sanitation, and then all of a sudden, look, it's a vaccine. Suddenly, uh, and. I want to remind you guys that the conditions of sanitariness yes. uh, in 1777 weren't Much the same different. as they are today. Like uh, doctors these, were not washing their hands. They 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 drink out of a creek <laughs> <laughs> uh, that the that the horses were pissing in. Yes, uh, which sometimes we do that, still. and then operated on you. Yeah, so. I mean they gave you a, a little whiskey, a, a little spirits before they sawed your leg off. <laughs> uh, they were doing that. In 1864, right, a hundred years later, in the Civil War, they were still, you know, hey, here's a little whiskey. You know, I read accounts of uh, of young men, teenagers, boys, who were on the operating table, having been, they were going to amputate a leg, saw a leg off. Amputate, that's way too sterile of a term. They were going to saw the <laughs> leg off, Ugh. and and they like would offer that. them a, a, a strong drink, and because they were their Christian faith, they said no. <gasps> They said oh, no. But baby, God would want you to have they, that because, drink. And their thing was, and this is a testimony in many places where they said, if, if I am going to meet my Savior, then I do not want to have liquor on my breath when I, when I go.
That wow. was their justification. So just saw it off. Absolutely not. Take it off. Mm-mm. So yeah, times have changed yeah. a little bit. Um, but again, the whole thing to compare those things with what we did in history. I love history. Like I love, I just love the survival nature of history, right? Yeah. I mean, until the until the Industrial Revolution, till the till the Iron Age, really. And but until the Industrial Revolution, I mean, we've always sort of been kind of just food for bigger animals, right? <laughs> until we got to a point where we kind of defend ourselves and right. ingenuity, whether it was the wheel, fire, whatever. You know, we we've kind of gone forth and conquered this world. Uh, that we're in. But now that we've just made ourselves, what's the word? What's the word? Pussies. Pussies. <laughs> Since we've become pussies, that's the thing that bugs me the most. That now we're just weak, just sitting around waiting to die. Mm-hmm. Just sitting around with their man panties on and just waiting to die. I like that bugs me. Double mask. Just, you're just going to, you know what? In your I don't want by yourself. I mean, look at these teeth. Look at these teeth. Come here, Mark. <laughs> That ain't a face for a mask right there. No, it's not. I don't cover that up. You know? <laughs> I don't cover that up. Uh, I, I just don't, I like, I don't get it. I don't want I like, I would rather, I, I, like, if I can't live my life, then I don't want, I don't want to be here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, let's talk about the Lord for a minute. He said, I came to give you life and life more abundant. This is not abundant living, what we're trying to push on people right now. This is not abundant living at all. I would agree. Uh, and you got uh, you got Seattle residents. They began voting in a in a recall initiative seeking to oust uh, the avowed socialist city council member Kishana Kishama Sawat. I probably screwed that up, <laughs> but don't care. No. Uh, for her role in aiding Black Lives Matter protests in the city last year, uh, and it seemed to be succeeding. Good for them. Um, that's surprising yeah they're 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 doing it so she uh i'm not a real big fan of socialists really no i don't like them little known fact about chad prather well they want to take my stuff yeah and they want to share it with other people they do who didn't work who for didn't it? work for it mm-hmm. like i went to uh da, 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 three o'clock in the morning last night two o'clock okay two o'clock in the morning <laughs> i went through the Waterburger drive through oh boy that's people in the truck with me I wasn't drinking. I wasn't drinking, so I was good. I was driving. Yeah. And uh, I pulled through the thing, and the, it, it was slow. It's it, always it slow at slow. that time of day. Well, it is, but nobody wants to work, right? Yeah. Oh, so yeah. They even had, so I get up to the thing, and she's like, oh, I'm so sorry for the wait. Thank you for your patience. We are so sorry. And I'm like, these people have caught so much garbage. Like, you're bitching at the people who actually showed up to work. Right. Stop yes, doing that's so that. true. And they've heard so much crap coming from people. That they just automatically start apologizing when you pull up there. Yeah. Right? Because, again, we're, trying, we're becoming all little socialists. Everybody's staying home and getting their little check. Yeah. Right? Everybody's sharing the wealth. And she's like, we only have three people working here. She goes, and tomorrow morning there will only be one. And I'm like, uh, wait a minute. How? What? Like, that's wow. insanity. But that's what we're dealing with. Everywhere I go, I went to the Chicken Express. I spend a lot of time in drive throughs You do. That's why I'm fat. So the um, they, they they have a thing on the on the box that you order the stuff through that says please be patient. We're we're working as hard as we can. Uh-huh. They're catching shit, man. So anyway, well, so do you still extend that grace to if you are in a re- you're seated in a restaurant and you see that the restaurant is not busy 
and they're still just taking no, forever. No, 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 okay, no. Okay, no, no, because I've run into that a lot thing. lately. And on I'm the like, flip, on the flip, the service industry, and I made this comment. Yes. Actually, I made it last weekend uh, at the gala. After the gala, we all went out to uh, shout out to Reservoir over in Las Colinas. My yeah. boy, F and Ricky. Yeah, that's his name, F and Ricky. Except he doesn't say F and. Um, anyway, um, we were over there, group of us in there. And I was like, you know, the service industry, in, in many regards, a lot of places you go, and this wasn't a reflection on Reservoir. We were just making an observation. Right. I said, because they were great. I said, but the service industry, by and large, it's, it's a shame. Kind of, it's kind of gone down. Really, really like people, downhill. Like bartenders used to hustle. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know? I've, I've done that. it. No, I, I know. I know. You've done everything. We I know. have. But I have. I've noticed a really huge difference in the service. I mean, a drive through I understand you don't know how many people are there. You don't know. But it feels like... When you're yeah. seated in a restaurant and the waiter's yeah. not hustling and the bartender isn't hustling and all of that. So I keep saying, as long as we keep putting people like, like uh, what's her name? Kishama Savant, Savant. If we keep putting people like that who, who are for this kind of socialism, and right. you get something for nothing mindset, which again, helping aiding the BLM protests. And by the way, you know, don't forget BLM in what two years of existence has raised however many billions of dollars yeah. um, uh, by doing what? By doing what? They're not yeah. helping the black community. The, I was going to say they're not sharing that wealth with no, uh, the black not. community that they claim they're for. So, so that's my thing is, is like this. We, we, we put these people in on these boards and on these city councils and stuff like that. They're immoral. So it trickles down to the society and the culture around mm -hmm. you. It really does. Mm -hmm. People see it like like if our leaders are just going to. I mean, you know, you, I look, I'm running for governor in the state of Texas, a state where uh, they've increased spending by $48 billion in the last seven years under Greg Abbott. I, that doesn't make sense to me. That's not no. fiscal conservatism. The budget is out of control. Uh, spending, spending, spending. we got to quit putting people who just have these bad values in places of authority. So anyway, and that's I, I'm just kind of ranting on that because it's, it's, it's just fr a society as a whole. No, I agree. It frustrates me because of these socialist tendencies. And they are thrilled about all of these COVID restrictions where they, they can, nor they like can they normalize. On it. Yeah, they can normalize all of this government overreach. What was the statement that I got to do? A, I got to go to a break. But, um, uh, our friends at Patriot Mobile, that's what you need to do. Uh, talk about standing up for what you believe in. I, and, and these folks definitely do it. Um, you can do some things uh, by standing up for your principles, like buying from companies that believe the same things you believe in, have the same conv convictions. So now's a good time. We need to be sticking together more than ever. Uh, and there's this one mobile phone company out there, Patriot Mobile. They've been willing to stand with you in the defense of liberty and religious freedom since 2012. They're the only Christian conservative wireless provider. They offer broad nationwide coverage. In fact, they use all the same towers as the major carriers. Patriot Mobile, is, they've got plans to fit any budget. And their 100% U.S.-based customer support team provides exceptional customer service. And uh, Patriot Mobile shares your values. They support organizations fighting for religious freedom and constitutional rights, sanctity of life, veterans, first responders. Uh, go to patriotmobile.com slash chad, or you can call them at 972-PATRIOT. Free, uh, free activation when you use offer code CHAD, C-H-A-D, you spell it CHAD. Uh, they got special discounts for veterans, first responders, multi-line discounts. Support a company that loves America, loves you, and shares your values. Patriotmobile.com. We'll be right back. All right, cut a lot of flack for this, but I want to go at it again because I want to talk to you for a minute about a phenomenon 
known as floating a test balloon. And then I want to talk to you about the similarities and differences between the concepts of forgiveness and restoration. So strap in, folks. I'm going to get a little preachy for a minute. Now, just uh, last week, we talked on this show about a situation wherein the Salvation Army produced a couple of documents, pamphlets, one might say, propaganda pieces entitled Let's Talk About Racism and a Study Guide on Racism. In those texts, and people told me, they came at me and they said, these don't exist. Oh, but they do. In their text, they state that they, quote, acknowledge with regret that salvationists have sometimes shared in the sins of racism and conformed to economic, organizational, and and social pressures that perpetuate racism, end quote. Fair enough. You buy a big enough carton of eggs, there's going to be a few cracked ones in there, and that's what they're admitting to. But they went on to say that, quote, we must stop denying the existence of individual and systemic institutional racism. They exist and they are still at work to keep white Americans in power, end quote. All right. And there we have the insertion of woke propaganda. Well, In the face of a pretty understandable backlash, the Salvation Army pulled those texts out of circulation for review, stating that people such as me uh, are misreading the message and giving them a bad name. So, okay, maybe they made a mistake and they want to fix it, right? I'd be happy with that. We all screw up from time to time. But if you've read the same things I've read, probably right about now you're starting to smell the same distinctive fish odor that accompanies a lot of these situations. You see, the wing of the organization that has withdrawn these pamphlets for review is, guess, guess what their name is, the Salvation Army's International Social Justice Commission. So let's go back to that whole floating a test balloon thing I mentioned at the beginning. Now, I know that sounds like you just did the one cheek squeak in a grocery store and you're looking for a nearby kid to blame the smell on, but it's not what that is at all. What it actually is, is the idea that you can't full blown just drop something on the American public. You have to just kind of ease it on them a bit and see what the reaction is. Now, in this case, when they floated the idea of incorporating woke ideology into their otherwise charitable and noble history of doing good in the world, it blew up in their faces. And with a moniker like the International Social Justice Commission existing within their ranks, one has to at least consider the possibility that all they're doing right now is triage work on their PR and will wait a little bit before trying it again. But here's the other possibility. There really could be a shakeup in their corporate structure. People on the inside who run it might actually be waking up to the creeping rot of leftism in their own ranks. If so, and if they're really committed to rooting it out, then it is the duty of the conservative right and us Christians among them to welcome them back into the fold, so to speak. And here we come to forgiveness and restoration. Now, forgiveness is asked for. Restoration is earned. The Salvation Army isn't at either stage yet, but the key word there could be yet. Now, right now, their claims that people are misinterpreting the message won't cut much mustard with me or probably with you either. If they come out honestly and say, hey, look, we made a mistake. We let people with dangerous and evil beliefs about race into our ranks, and now we're taking care of that. Please forgive us for the error of our way. If they say that, then I'm all for being forgiven, uh, forgiving. But the next step, the one that invites restoration of a relationship with the people who've admired them and donated to them for years, requires them to actually do what they say and root that problem out. Now, will any of that happen? Probably not. The world is in some ways a bleak place these days, and rays of sunshine have to punch through a lot of clouds to get to ground level. But let me be the first to say that I hope so. As conservatives bent on the preservation of freedom and the damn near utopian dream of a colorblind society, we need everyone we can 
get on our side. So how about it, Salvation Army? How about it, Salvation Army? Want to give us a Christmas miracle? Step up to the plate. Take responsibility for your actions. We're waiting for it. The ball's in your court. Uh, I mean, you would think that after they tore all the statues down, that, that would have fixed everything. Right? Totally. Um, uh, they always stop after. I that. mean, I you know they're melting down the General Lee statue and they're making uh, swords to plowshares. They're making they're making art out of that. Um, let me see if I can get someone on the phone real quick. Let's see if I can call. Let's see if we can call. You can hear it ringing. You can hear it ringing. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you. It's <laughs> Allison. Everybody knows Allison. Allison, where are you? Where? What city are you in? <laughs> I am in Austin, Texas. Austin in a parking garage right now. In a parking garage. Are are you are you somewhere near the uh, GOP with the Republican headquarters, Texas? I Re- sure am. I actually just left there. And and, uh, and what did you do while you were there? Filed paperwork. You sir have applied to be on the ballot officially, and everything is filed, turned in. They told me we did everything right, and off we go. There Woo! we go. So it's official. It's official. We will be on the ballot. March first. You, yeah, you you've got you've got the picture. We can throw the full screen up there. Uh, you sent them over to me. So so everybody thought it was just a publicity stunt. Right. Guess what? We we paid our dues. We got the petition signed. We've done all of that stuff, and we're going to be on the ballot March first. Allison, see, and Allison went down there. She and she and her daughter went down there. Actually, her seventh grade teacher, Kaylee's seventh grade mm-hmm. teacher, uh, let her go down there to vlog about this. Oh, as I love a, that. As a, as a course thing as a as a deal for that's a good class. teacher and uh, she's a fan of mine the teacher <laughs> she keeps I, po- I think she's got my poster on the wall <laughs> i need to meet this teacher i want to go to the arlington show she's coming to the arlington show december 17th Let's arlington music hall texas uh i i i want to i want to go to meet the teacher hi <laughs> i wonder if she's ever been on a motor coach um anyway allison <laughs> Thank you for doing what you did. Uh, a lot of people go down there. They do their photo ops. I, I didn't do that. You know what? This is business as usual. <laughs> I didn't want to take off, go down to Austin. Yeah. Allison was able to do it. Uh, I'm here in the studio. So I love you, Allison. Love you, Allison. Thank you. I'm going to go eat some birthday cake on the front steps of the Capitol for you now. She's eating my birthday cake because <laughs> it's my birthday today. I don't know how many people know that. Anyway, I love you, girl. Love you. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Everybody knows Alice. Wait, is it actually today? Well, December 9th. Oh, yeah. yeah. Happy birthday. December 9th. It kind of runs together. So. <laughs> it, it does when you're, when you're here. Yeah, 49 years old. 49 years old, and uh, we, we waited till that strategic day to, uh, to apply, to put the paperwork in to be on the ballot. March 1st, primary. I love that. Uh, I'm, I'm just <laughs> glad that they, you know, there was talk about... Uh, Moving the primary. Yeah, I mean, there's always talk about that, and they still may. I uh, mean, I guess they could with the redistricting. Anything can happen. I don't think uh, the sitting governor wants that to happen. He wants to get this out of the way yeah. uh, as quick as possible. And so we'll see uh, what happens. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm reasonable. This is I've started describing my run for governor as the worst, best experience of my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, been a, it's been a journey been a journey i covet your prayers uh i really do more you, you don't have a dime pray uh there's a lot trust me and one day i will write the book um that's out there and sarah i want to say thanks to you 
because you're technically campaign staff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, you're yeah. You've been there. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> of course, they uh, people say, get your team to do this. And I'm like, my team is basically one and a half more people. Yeah. And there's Allison, 12 year old Kaylee. Right. Uh, right. There's you, Sarah, with Texas Freedom Coalition. Of course, she doesn't represent Texas Freedom Coalition on my behalf, but, but she's done a whole lot as an individual. To, to help us, not in an official capacity. Rachel, of course, has helped. Yeah, you wanna, Charla has helped. You want to talk about grassroots. Yeah. This is about this as is grassroots, grassroots as you can get. And it's crazy because they're scared of us. Yes. They're scared. Huh? Um, and uh, The more people who I, hear Chad Prather hear, talk. I hear the rumors need. out there. I hear the things that are getting floated mm -hmm. around. Mm -hmm. I hear the talk. I know the, I know the things that are happening behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. And the people that are, and so you know what? They at the end of the day, of I don't care. I care about Texas. That's what I care about. Yeah. And I care about getting the government out of our lives. Sam Houston said, uh, "Govern wisely and as little as possible." Uh, you talk about tasing the buffalo. Uh, our sponsor, Taser. I uh, I was cleaning my truck the other day, and I keep my Taser right there in the the from Taser. Right. Uh, I keep their little Taser right it's there in the taser. glove box. Um, I have one. They've been around since '93. Uh, they've been saving hundreds of thousands of lives since then. Uh, I'm a big fan of the Second Amendment. I also carry a gun. Don't get me wrong. Uh, but it's good to know you can have a little extra protection for your family. Taser protects life on both sides of the trigger. Uh, you got the Taser Pulse Plus. It can shoot up to 15 feet away, can lock up an attacker's muscles for up to 30 seconds, giving you and your family time to get away. And since it's paired with your phone, it alerts emergency dispatchers with your GPS location as soon as you fire it. It only weighs eight ounces, so it's convenient for you to carry just about anywhere from your uh, hip to your uh, bag to your glove box. You can safely carry a Taser. Uh, anywhere you want to go. Get Taser Pulse Plus today. Save 15% at Taser, T-A-S-E-R dot com. Use promo code C-H-A-D. I spell it Chad. That is Taser dot com, promo code Chad. Supplies are limited. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Be right back. Do you go to a urogynecologist? I'm like sorry. The letter U, Euro, not like a European. I don't know. What that. is that? Like urogynecologist Ryan Stewart backpedaled on Twitter after using the word women, saying that he should have instead referred to folks who may need gynecological care. Stop. Uh, yeah, he asked for women's opinions before backtracking on his word of choice. I have the opportunity to design my office from scratch. I'm asking women, how would you design, optimize a visit to the gynecologist's office? Apparently, uh, non-women got a little ticked. Uh, he offered a mea culpa. Folks have correctly pointed out that I incorrectly said women when I should have said folks who may need gynecological care. Remember I, what I said earlier about being a puss? <laughs> uh, I mean, no pun intended here. I named the practice with this in mind. Uh, he calls it at Midwest Pelvis. That's the, that's the deal. How uh, could you ever... Midwest Pelvis. Ever, as a self-respecting woman, go... Go see that guy? See a guy who is not even willing to admit that only women can be women. Yeah. Like, why? How could you trust him to, dudes, to examine your lady bits? How many dudes are you putting a speculum in? That's what I want to know. <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and where I mean, I don't want to know that. But where are you <laughs> sticking it? Right. Um, uh, he says. He says. 
I find that I still have a lot of internalized implicit bias. Bias uh, towards what? Yeah. You're a gynecologist. Towards women? <laughs> also, like, the, no, towards no, I, the truth? Like, that's not, it's not biased to say it. that women I, are women. That's not biased. It's just facts. I mean, I get it. How did we ever get to this world where this is important? I mean, I get it. He's talking about women, biological women who identify as men. That's who he's talking about. Well, they're, they still they're have to women. go get their hoo-ha checked. I mean, they're still women. They're still biological women. How dare you, sir? Uh, I mean, look, J.K. Rowling can't even go to her own 20th anniversary party. <laughs> I mean, because she said, because again, she's fighting for women's rights. Yep. The true feminists. And I appreciate, I hate when I appreciate Pierce Morgan, but I do. When he came out the other day and said, if uh, the swimmer, when uh, who's the dude, the big dude, uh, mm. <coughs> the guy that's won 28 gold medals. Mm-hmm. Um, what's his name? Michael Phelps. He said, because the transgender dude came out and beat shit out of all the girls. Yeah, broke all the girls' records. And he's like, if, if Michael Phelps had done it, people would have lost their mind. But because it was a mediocre male right. who did it, they were like, okay. Is this the, the University of Pennsylvania one? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is interesting because it did say in the story that uh, he, had s he swam for like three years as a male. It's like, oh, you clearly weren't cutting it as a male and you just wanted an easier way to win yeah, a championship. I mean, That's cute. You know what? Embrace the suck, bro. Right. I mean, like, maybe, maybe, maybe hey, I hear the Whataburger needs some drive through help in the morning. <laughs> so, you know, if you can't swim, maybe you can sling burgers. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but competing against women, that ain't a good idea. Uh, I just don't, I don't see anything in that. Well, but, it worked out for him quite well. Now he has a championship. Look at him. Yeah. Look at him. Can't, I believe I can fly. I can't wait for that Nike endorsement. Spread my labias and touch oh, the sky. No, but no. he doesn't have that. Uh, uh, Midwest pelvis could tell you that <sighs> he doesn't have that. Um, I guarantee you that dude ain't going to Midwest pelvis to see Dr. Ryan. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he may, but Dr. Ryan's in for a big surprise. Oh, big surprise. <laughs> Why, ma'am, that's a schlong. <laughs> Oh, let's uh, either just, either that's a schlong like, or you have something horribly like, wrong. The world <laughs> hates parts. my guts, right? Just for because because I'm like, come on, yeah, come on, yeah. Like I don't care, but come on to the point where the gynecologist has got to go on Twitter. One, you should apologize for the name of your clinic, Midwest Pelvis. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> you I'm a pelvis examiner. <laughs> Are you my pelvic examinee? Midwest uh, <laughs> I, this is so dumb, Chris. I just can't stand it, bro. Oh man. Uh, then of course there's there's the Chicago public school system. Students are pushed through to graduation regardless of demonstrating proficiency in reading, math, or writing. But instead, CPS is dedicated to switching our out bathroom signs in order to promote gender equality. Do you have that announcement video? Yeah. They, they <laughs> can we play it? Taking steps to create more inclusive and supportive schools. One change that will be implemented this school year relates our school oh bathrooms. God. In compliance with new federal guidelines, all CPS students and staff will have fair and equitable access to bathroom facilities that align with their gender identity. Notice we will be providing <laughs> all schools with updated signage that makes our bathrooms more inclusive. 
It will identify the fixtures available in each restroom、oh, and make it clear that all restrooms are open for use by anyone、yeah. who feels comfortable. Because that's, that's, that's the world I need to live in right there. I need to make sure that I, I have full instructions on where to piss. I mean, I, that's where I like, what if I just want to piss au naturel? I just want to drop trout right there in the parking lot, right in front of Blaze Studios, right here in the Dallas Communications Complex. No just, one, you know what? I'm going to piss right here. No one should be able to tell you no. No. I mean, that is one thing about being a male. We have the right to piss where we want to piss. <laughs> right? I just like, come on. Just have at it. I mean, why not? I mean, if it's all about inclusivity, what if I want to piss on you? I mean, <laughs> is there a sign for that? I'm sure they could come up with one. If pissing your pants was cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> I, yeah. it, it is a very interesting, I think that marketing was very interesting that they did. You mentioned, you're like, these are little kids. They used like the kindergartners, they couldn't、yeah. use the older kids to make it seem less weird. Yeah. They used the tiniest ones、uh, it's, in it's, the marketing video. Listen, that's why I really don't care anymore because we're all doomed. We're all doomed. Uh-uh. This, is what, this is what's happening. I'm paying for that private school. They don't do that at, well, at our school. Co op, homeschool, whichever you want to do.、Yeah. I mean, hey, you got a TikTok real quick? I did homeschool. Play that sucker. A lot of white allies and accomplices、what? ask how can、This、they support、guy. black and indigenous people of color? And no, they don't. sometimes I really don't know what to say, but、Nobody、here's one、that. easy way <laughs> just don't have babies. <gasps> okay. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Well, listen. <laughs> well, listen, Chief Walks on Water.、Um, I, I don't know what you're talking about right there. Like, people ask you how to treat black people?、Um, no. I, I, listen, Pocahontas, I don't know what you're talking about because、uh, I don't think anybody's asking that question. No, no one's asking them that.、Uh, I mean, I, I, golly. That's not the real world. Can, you know what? I was planning on not having any more children. I'm going to have another one just for that guy. Let's get started. Let's go to break early. <laughs> And、uh, look at that right there. That's the shirt. Look at that thing, Mark. Shall not comply. I'm not allowed to advertise that on Blaze TV. Go to shop.blazemedia.com. Shop, 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 blaze yeah, shop.blazemedia.com.、Uh, Chad on Blaze. Chad on Blaze. There you go. That、yeah. too. Take a break. Let's offend more people when we come back. <laughs> Uh, well, I guess you'll have to come back next week to hear more things we need to talk about.、Uh, like that Italian dude that used the fake silicone, silicone arm to try to get the vaccine. Like, what did they do? That is, did you、creative. hear about that? No. Like, that, he had a fake arm. That's amazing. To try to do it. And they, 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 he, was trying to get the, he was trying to get the super health pass. <laughs> that is, that's points for creativity right、I、there. Mean, I'm impressed. So, did they hold him down and like, give it to him anyway? Anyway, probably. I'm, I'm curious to coming know. Coming soon to a United States near you. Oh, just thank it. Thank it ain't. It's coming.、Uh, go to where podcasts are offered, especially Apple Podcasts, and leave us a,、uh, a rating and review.、Uh, Dusty Road, 1776,、uh, Texas, Sweet Tea. Chad is America's governor. Chad would drive 900 miles to D.C. just to take a Biden in Joe's front yard, then wipe his <laughs> Pelosi and drive 900 miles back. All while sipping on a smooth tequila and blaring credence on his stereo. God bless you, Chad. Keep fighting the good fight, son. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Don't forget to get your socks. I think it'd go to some charity or something like that. Like you get your、uh, uh, blazesocks.com. Pretty cool. I, like, I don't know where the socks came from.、What、I don't know how this became a、to? thing, but I think it became a deal where we're going to donate some stuff. 
To, go get to what, some, Blaze Media? Some cool... <laughs> <laughs> I tried to sell it for you, Blaze. Sarah Gonzalez. She started speaking English. Uh, anyway, like, like, uh, like running rainwater a little while ago. You know, don't have babies. Anyway, have a good weekend. We love you. God bless. Talk to you. Go to praythe2022.com. Bye. <laughs>